When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A Dadsnet Original Podcast. The North-South Dad Vibe Podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Hello and welcome once again to the North-South Dad Vibe. We are back. We are with you on this beautiful day. I don't like to say that because I don't know when you're listening. I don't know if it's beautiful. Uh, but I hope it is and I hope you're feeling good. Uh, I am Adam, once again joined by a good friend. And his name is Cockney John. How you doing, all right? I am, my friend. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Sounds it. uh... Sounds it, mate. (laughs) I'm happy. (laughs) I am happy. So your face, (laughs) I love that. In today's episode of the North-South Dad Vide, we're again going to be giving you some of our guilty parenting pleasures. We've got another film to recommend to you. We've got a couple of Uber facts, as we always do. Why change a winning recipe is what I say. Mm. And then we have got a very, actually, a very, very, very lovely horoscope. I actually think oh, it's it going nice to touch you. I think it's going to touch you deep <laughs> inside, Cutney John. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not you touching me deep inside, I'm all right. Strictly the horoscope, brother. Strictly the horoscope. All that and more on the North South Dad Vibe podcast. Stay with us. The North South Dad Vibe podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Okay, so how are things? Yeah, doing all right, man. Just uh, we've had a bit of a busy weekend. I met uh, Charlotte's dad for the first time. Oh, good, yeah, good talking point. A while. It's taken a while to get to this because of a uh, lockdown and. So let's give let's give the listeners let's give the that. listeners a uh, a little bit of a brief backstory here. So, h- how long have you eight and Charlotte? Months. Eight, eight months. months okay, yeah. so y- you're still in the honeymoon period, I'd say. <laughs> so that'll soon be over. Yeah. Um. And so eight. Normally months last in. two weeks would be. <laughs> uh, eight months in. And obviously, yeah. because of everything that's happened with the old pandemic, etc., uh, you've not been able to meet the fam. So, yeah. so you met who on? A- so I met her dad, her stepmom, and her sister. Dad, stepmom, sister, and how did it yeah. go? Do you know what? It went really well. Like a dad's, he's a proper geezer. Like he's a scouser, isn't he? I don't, I and, don't know, uh, is he? Well, actually, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a scouser, and he's uh, he's one of them blokes who's he's really funny, like really, really funny, cracking jokes nonstop, mm. very friendly, very welcoming. But he's also one of them blokes like you look at his arms and they're like the size of my thighs, 
oh right like, so he's a huge he's a arms, bit of a bruiser. yeah sounds then, like i could be charlotte's dad it could be. Well, he's a bit shorter than you. He's yeah. a bit shorter than you. Yeah, of course. But then, is. like, he took Oshin uh, into the garage and was like showing him all his punch bags and his oh, weights really? and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that a, was that a, was that a, a you know a show? Was that kind of like it's, look how hard I can punch this bag? You tell your dad. Oshin. Yeah, no, it could have been. It could have been. <laughs> but he's just like because obviously he's a normal bloke, well into his football, which. You know, it, it was, Ooh. yeah, we had that conversation. <laughs> what team do you support, John? Don't like football. Sweet. Yeah, thanks uh, for dating my daughter, yeah. mate. <laughs> what are you bringing to this, son? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but luckily, he loves music and I love right. my music. So yeah. we were talking, you know, going back to the 60s and 70s. All nice. the, you know, all the stuff I love that you tell me to shut up about and won't let me listen to. <laughs> so you've actually got someone who will... Uh... I've got someone who'll sit there and listen to the kinks with me. Nice. Okay. Well, well fair so that's good. Yeah. And, I, uh... um, when, I, when I first met Kim's uh, family, uh, I went to her dad's... Uh, my wife's parents aren't together. I went to her dad's 50th, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I'd had a bit of a win at the bookies earlier in the day. So I went to I went to Birmingham for like the first time. Uh and was like, you know, splashing the cash trying Bit to flash. Make, yeah, trying to make a little bit of an impression. But unfortunately I was splashing the cash pretty much on myself at the bar. <laughs> so I was like I was on the karaoke in this pub and I, I, I took my jacket off to this song and was swinging it. But didn't realise that all my money and like I had loads of change. So it was kind of like it was kind of like hailstoning in this pub, like coins just hitting old women. Uh, and then I remember getting back to Kim's mum's. Uh, obviously, Kim's mum wasn't at the dad's party, uh, and she was there. And I'd not met Kim's mum yet because we arrived and we went to see a nan and granddad mm. and things like that. So by the time I got back, she'd never met me. So imagine like a seven, imagine like an eighteen stone guy was trying to go for a wee in the downstairs cupboard, <laughs> which just isn't a toilet. And when she was kind of like, "Oh, so, sorry, like you know, you, you can't go in there," I just like hugged like, "It's lovely to finally meet you." Honestly, terrible, terrible times. Have you ever tried to have a crap in one of them toilets with what, your lo- knee just up against the sink? <laughs> You no, have to like position. Do you mean like the little kind of in. downstairs little cubby toilets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My oh, mum's yeah, got one. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you, you have to have the door <laughs> open and with like one leg out. Yeah. But but to be fair though, Kim's mum doesn't have a downstairs toilet. It was firmly <laughs> filled with coats. It and, was uh, just a cupboard. It was it was strictly <laughs> a cupboard, and I was there. I mean, it's just not. You don't want to introduce yourself to your future mother-in-law. With your dung out trying to empty it in the in the downstairs on coat. her coats. <laughs> was it raining in the morning? Oh, was it raining last night? No, it wasn't. Uh, all the coats are soaking. Uh, but yeah, um, well, I'm glad to hear it went well, mate. That's, yeah, uh, no, it went really. That well. That is important because I was worrying about that one. I was worrying about it because her and her dad, uh, her and her mum as well, they're all so close. They talk all the time. Um, and like her dad is her hero, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I had to make a good impression, but they were just so welcoming. 
like I was just myself. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so it was, it was great. Yeah, it was lovely. Adam and Cockney John's North South Dad Vibe Podcast. Right, let's get into the episode then, and we'll kick it off by finding out some more of our guilty parenting pleasures. Now, this is always a nice feature to start, and I thinking. We've got a little bit. We're in. We're on to like a bit of form now, aren't we? We know what we're doing. I feel yeah. like we, we've hit. We're hitting, hitting the ground running hit now. Our stride. And the good thing is about the guilty parenting pleasures is, I I feel like the majority are universal. You know, whether yeah. you you have this guilty pleasure with your partner, whoever, this stuff goes down. It's just a fact. So, uh, <laughs> do you want to start us off? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will, and the reason I've chosen this is because it's something I never thought I'd do until he was about three. Whenever he said why, I used to explain it. You know, right. I'd like, I'll tidy your shoes away. Why? Because someone's going to trip over. I have now fully embraced because I said so and the right. look, and I'm loving it. It's so much quicker than explaining yourself to a seven-year-old who doesn't understand why tidiness is important. He <laughs> thinks, yeah, I can leave all my toys and shoes all over the living room because that's where they'll be tomorrow when I want them. He doesn't think about me walking around half cut, half 11 at night, hair treading on everything. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> blinded by hair, standing on little, what are, they, what are them cars called? Hot wheels. Hot wheels. Sliding all over the place. Hot <laughs> Mate, they're still good fun. I don't care what anyone says, they're great fun. But now it's like, come on, Oshie, you need to tidy up. Why? Because I said so, bruv. Oh, yeah. And what? And well, what? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. Personally, I don't mind it because I said so. The and what kind of makes it like, like, like you're starting on him. <laughs> and I just want to remind I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, I, it's one of them things where it's like, you need to know. He needs to know where the line is. Like when I bought him a guitar, we're in the queue paying for it. And um, he was like, oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to get home and play it. And uh, I made the bloke in the shop laugh because I just turned around to him and said, that's absolutely fine. But if I ever hear you playing a One Direction song, I'm going to smash um, his guitar. <laughs> and he just went, all right, daddy. <laughs> Well, I know for a fact that Cockney John is a secret One Direction fan because we duetted on a One Direction song. We did, actually. I mean, I'm going to... Oh, what talk- was it? It was Night Changes. Night Changes. It was, even when the night changes. <laughs> Do you not remember? That was it. We're no, in Tiger I- Tiger karaoke booth. Ti- oh, where we had and, the booth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I mean, uh, you know... I. We're talking guilty parenting pleasures here. This is I, this for me isn't even a guilty pleasure at all. I'm a one. I'm a directioner. I'm a one D fan. You know that from when I first met you. I like One Direction. Uh, kind of felt like different place, different time. I could have been in there. Um, and yeah, so I, I, listen, it is what it is. But um, if Oshin wants to play me a One Direction song, mate, he's more than welcome. <laughs> um, anyway, my guilty parenting pleasure this week is. And that you'll know this because of how insanely competitive I am when it comes to oh, yeah. anything, anything, and that's what that's how winning's done. At the they end should of the day. have they should have challenged you to read at school when you have finished <laughs> the library. 
if someone said to you, all it would have taken was one person to say, I bet I can read more books than you, and you'd be the yeah. most well-read person in it's, the world. It's tr- <laughs> Thanks. It's true. It Obviously, you know, having, having a history of just like playing sports, and obviously now I've got my kids and, and I'm, all, you know, well into my sports, and it could be anything though, board games, computer games, uh, even something as simple as just like throwing a piece of paper into a bin. I'm like, I have to get the best one in or I have to take the furthest shot and get it in and show everyone that <laughs> I'm better than you. Um, and this is, the guilty parenting pleasure comes from the fact of like, like I always say, I've got a two-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl and it's just as simple as this. My guilty parenting pleasure this week is they don't win. I do not allow them. <laughs> I do not I do not allow them to win. Um now th- this sometimes causes a bit of fracture uh, fractures w- between me and my wife because my Friction. wife would, fra- I thought that you can say fractures can't you? Not fractures, fractures. No, fractures. No, not fractures, fractious. F R A C I O U S, fractious. All right. Well, F U C K Y. Yeah. So it causes friction. <laughs> causes friction between me and my wife because she's always. It could be something as simple as uh, we're playing with my little boy's got one of them interactive like football nets that has a basketball hoop as well. Oh, yeah. And I was playing my five-year-old daughter at basketball, so I was sat on the couch, and I'm throwing it in. And uh, I get it in. We take three shots each. I got the, my first two shots in and then uh, missed my last one. Then yeah. Isla had a go and she got her first shot in. And I was like, oh, well done. I, I mean, I, listen, I'll congratulate <laughs> him until the cows come home. Then she missed the second shot. Then she walked right up to the hoop and dropped the ball in. And I was going, mm, <laughs> you, you were too close there. It doesn't count. Three, you know, two, one. Did Daddy you actually win. say Daddy that? Daddy wins. Yeah, did you cause... actually say that? Or did you say, get back? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it, it didn't matter to me because she'd broke the rules. And, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you break the rules, you lose the game. She she basically, she lost it herself. And I explained that to her. I said, listen, you know, you handed me that W. Um, but <laughs> I explained it to her. <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, growing up, especially with two older brothers, I had to earn my victories. I was never yeah. given a, a victory at anything unless I got to the point where I, like, earn it. Like, You'd it won it. Be, yeah. You'd legitimately so, won. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not, like, harsh. Normally, if it's something like, say if it's, like, taking 40 penalties in the back garden, right? Mm. Obviously, they're well small in quite a big samba net. So... I just pop them in the corners and they can't save it. <laughs> then when they have shots, they haven't got the power. So it's just an easy save. Um, anyway, <laughs> I hope I hope no one's changed the view of me. They've got, they've got, they don't have the power. They don't have the control. <laughs> they don't, they shouldn't be on the pitch. I'll tell you who does have. I'll tell you who does have the power. Me, (laughs) I have the power. (laughs) It's when you run around and throw your take your top off and throw it in next door's garden in celebration. All my change coming out the pockets again. Oh no, (laughs) not again. 
<laughs> just fifty p's bouncing off Isla's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, don't go anywhere because still to come on the North South Dad Vibe, we're going to hit you up with another film recommendation. The North South Dad Vibe podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Right, we are going to give you another film recommendation, but before we do, we're going to do what we have been doing for the past few weeks, and that is do a little bit of a fake movie trailer. Uh, an actor or actress given to me by Cockney John with a classic parenting situation. Now, what I love is that I get messages off people who listen and they say, like, oh, I'm really lo- loving like the, the movie trailer bit. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, but then I don't know whether they're saying it because they actually think it's really good or they're saying it because they can s- hear the panic in my voice with what, <laughs> what you're going to give me because this is genuine. I have no idea. Uh, also, I know you, and you never just say, oh, thanks. Your immediate response would be, which one's your favourite? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Tell me how good I am. Yeah. Um, so go on, hit me up. Right, this week we have got Sylvester Stallone. He's taking his son to football practice. It's ten minutes away, but it's five minutes till kickoff, and you're still at home. That's a good one. Right, so he's, so he's late for the footy match, basically. Yeah. And his okay. kids start at 11. His kid, oh, nice. You know the amount of players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Right. On a cold, wet night in Stoke, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's son needs to get to the game. But unfortunately, Sylvester Stallone is pushing out the biggest dirt in history. <laughs> Will they get there on time for kickoff? Find out in this summer's blockbusting film. Oh my god. <laughs> I lost it. Home Stallone. <laughs> alone why they in stoke <laughs> <laughs> to be fair anyone listening to this will get that it's a classic football or reference like oh, you right. say like a cold wet night in stoke like oh you know like obviously you know Lionel messi you know the best player in mm. the world or ronaldo even though ronaldo did it they always say like yeah he can score he can score a thousand goals in spain but could he do it on a cold and wet night in stoke ah, kind of right. that's, that's, oh, okay. that's the kind of thing yeah. behind it so Another film recommendation for you. And this one, I feel like as years have gone on, this has kind of fell under the radar, this one. It's disappeared. It was massive for it so was, long. It was big, yeah, uh, in, in all aspects of the word. Oh, yeah. Um, and the film that we are going to recommend to you this week is... The Nutty Professor. Sexual. Love it. Um, the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy, 90s, absolute, I mean, at the time it was groundbreaking in the fact of like Eddie Murphy's playing both roles. Um, so it was, he, he was, he was, he was, it was, it was a clump. more than one it? role, the clumps. He, he played the whole family. Oh yeah, he played, he? The, yeah, I meant the two main mm. roles, sorry, but. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. it was it was it Sherman, Sherman Clump. Sherman Clump. And then he played Buddy Love. Buddy, Buddy. Love was a thin version, wasn't it? Buddy Love. Buddy Love. <laughs> and Buddy Love. Um so if 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 for some reason you've been in under a rock, which many of us have for the last year, um 
and you don't know this film, it is basically a professor, a college professor, is that Yeah, he's, uh, he works at university. He's yeah. uh, in the research department. Yeah, he's and then a he... a science lecturer. He makes a... Um, what would you call it? A dose. Well, a, a, yeah, so he goes to a comedy club, doesn't he? And Dave Chappelle's playing the comedian yeah. who basically tears into tears him for into his him weight. because he's so, so he, big, yeah. Yeah, and he gets upset because he was on a date. So he goes back to the lab and creates this concoction that when he drinks it, he becomes buddy love. Buddy love. Which is like a thin... So it's basically Eddie Murphy in a 300-pound fat suit. Fat suit. Yeah, and then when he takes this potion, he turns into just normal Finn Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, he was in pretty decent nick at the time as he well. Was, to be fair. The, the so he was because the spandex scene. Yeah, so he did scene, look yeah. like he'd be, it would been working out and stuff. But the the you know like like uh, Courtney John said there, Eddie Murphy plays quite a few roles of the family, the clumps. Um, and it plays it's his just, own mum, doesn't he? He does. It's all Luckily, around. Luckily, he's wearing the dress in this one, not his date. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's it's just one of them. I I always remember watching it when I was a kid. So it, I, did it come out ninety six? About then, I've it got, was I've after got, the mask. Wasn't I've got it, it in my it head. Na- the mask. I've got it in my head. Ninety six. We'll have a quick check of that whilst we're talking. But um. 96, yeah, don't ever, don't ever doubt, <laughs> don't ever doubt my film knowledge. Um, 1996, so I would have been about eight when I watched that, and oh my goodness me, if you're around about seven, eight years of age, so funny, so, so, so funny, um, and yeah, we just, we hope that you do take our advice on board, guys, because the North South Advide, we can talk about a lot of junk, but when it comes to movies. I I would like to start. Yeah, we we are we are bang on, um, and because we're so bang on, the Nutty Professor is an all time classic. If you watch it, I know for a fact you're gonna love it. And when you love it, you're gonna think to yourself, "Oh my god, there's a Nutty Professor too." Yeah, don't watch that. <laughs> don't meet the clumps. <laughs> What's great about the Nutty Professor is that it's especially if uh, if. Maybe your child has maybe low self-esteem or something. It's a really good film to watch to show, basically be happy with yourself. Because as soon as he was thin and had everything he thought he wanted, he realised that actually everything that he loved had gone away. Mm. And uh, he wasn't able to he wasn't able to keep things because he became so arrogant with it. But when he was just himself, the the lesson at the end when he he gets the girl. Yeah, he gets the happy life. He gets the acceptance. Oh, it's it's actually quite touching at the end. It is, and as you can tell, guys, the North South Dad Vide is a spoiler-free zone. So if you haven't watched, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... He defo gets the girl. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a surprise M Night Shyamalan ending, you're not getting one. <laughs> It's your standard fare, but it's very well done and ridiculously funny. It is. Stay tuned because the time has come for some more Uber facts. Oh, God. (laughs) Adam and Cockney John's North South Dad Vibe podcast. We are back once again with some classic Uber facts for Cockney John. Now, remember, guys, we're. 
we're not trying to make any political statements here on the North South Dad Vibe. <laughs> we're just trying to, we're just trying to have a laugh, trying to bring you some light. Uh, and at the end of the day, you may believe these facts. You may. You definitely don't. You may not believe these facts, but one thing's for sure: facts are facts. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the first, the first Uber fact I've got for you is. In parts of medieval Europe, it was customary to let bread dough rise on a dead person's chest, then serve the baked bread at their funeral. That is disgusting. Mm. That is absolutely minging. But also, no, they didn't do that. I think because they did. to let no, they definitely didn't. Because to make bread dough rise, you need a warm environment. Putting it on a Dead bodies, the exact opposite of what you need for bread. What if they were getting um, cremated? Cremated. <laughs> You're going to have toast then, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, it says here. I mean, I mean, what I'm thinking is when it to says be dead, fair, though, dead person's chest. Are we talking like their actual chest, or are we talking like the the coffin? Because you can call a coffin a chest, can't you? No, it's a coffin. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the wise words. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, people were thick back then. I mean, that's all there is to it. The world was flat at yeah. one point. You know, yeah, but they can't be blamed for never that. existed. They can't blame, at one point. be blamed for that. No, but I think you can be blamed for leaving raw dough on a dead body <laughs> and then to eat it. That's just... <laughs> That's just disgusting. Imagine going to a re- restaurant like, would you like some of our home-cooked bread? Our chef died earlier, so it's fresh. <laughs> Do you know what I was laughing at? If I died, uh, there'd be so much room for so much bread. Do you know what you I mean? Could do it, could a fi- it could fit. It could You know what I mean? I, I'd be inviting extra people to the funeral. <laughs> just like, now nah, get more people there. There's so much bread going off my chest. Do you know what, though? That's the sort of thing, like, I'd write into my will that has to be done just to make everyone disgusted at my funeral. Just, like, one last being an absolute moron to people. <laughs> one last yeah. chance to annoy everyone in the room. Everyone having to eat that ill bread to... Although you've come to the end of the room. I'd just be like, you got any butter? You got, you got, where's the jam at? <laughs> Not upset gold. <laughs> um, I don't mind eating death bread, but at least flavour it a bit. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dry dead body and, um, bread. Give me that. Give me that garlic aioli. Need some. <laughs> um, and the second Uber fact I have got for you today, my friend, is. <laughs> no, oh don't when you like oh it's too, gonna be bad no but I, but I don't know if this is true or not you do know that's what annoys me I don't you definitely this, know this could be true two tablespoons of honey would give a bee enough energy to fly around the world <laughs> right okay now the thing is firstly there are a lot of types of bees right and most of them don't make honey. Right. Honeybees, if they're dying or they're sick or they actually need to eat, what they actually eat is honey. And an actual honeybee in its lifetime will only make about one teaspoon of honey. Right. 
Right? That's why you need thousands of them in a hive to actually make honey. So two tablespoons of honey. So two bees' lives. Whether it's true or not, what's the point? Well, I, I mean, can I just can I just can I just Does a bee want to go and visit Ibifa? Ibifa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um the the thing is that one I have to salute and I'm sure anyone listening to this would be sat there thinking why does Cotney John know so much about honeybees? Because that's exactly what I was thinking. And then, and then my mind went to, "Ooh, honey'd be nice on John's dead body bread." Um, <laughs> That'd make it all right, actually. Yeah. That'd actually a bit, bit of honey, a bit of nice fresh honey yeah. at a funeral. That's a good idea. Cheer well, they, everyone up a bit. There you go. I mean, take that away. If you take anything from the North South Dad vibe today. If you go to a medieval Europe uh, funeral, um, or medieval European, should I say, and there is a <laughs> bread rising on a dead person's chest, simple, take some honey. I think you could use that advice for most things. Just take honey with you. <laughs> if you go in the doctor's, take some honey. It'll cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> or with every spoonful, you could think, mm, how many bees could fly around the world uh, with, this, <laughs> with this spoonful? <laughs> There's there's so many things about bees. Like I heard one that said uh, physics still can't explain how a bee flies. And that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 have wings. They can fly, and they're like oh. So, but according to science, they shouldn't be able to because the wings are too small for the weight of their body. That's not true. If you've ever said that to someone, you were wrong. If anyone's ever said it to you, they were wrong. You don't need to have a discussion with them. Just tell them you're wrong and end it. Because if they're the type of person who believes it, you're not going to get well, anywhere to be fair, anyway, if anyone, are you? anyone talks to me about bees, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly I'm probably not paying that much attention. The only, bee, <laughs> the only bees that I'm really interested in are the ones that, um, the ones that generate milk. <laughs> boobies. Boobies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> North-South dad vibe for Woo! life. Lads. <laughs> Let's 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 move on to our last feature. You know those moments when your partner is just driving you crazy? Usually something to do with taking out the bins or leaving the loose seat up and aiming straight or the fact they haven't stacked the dishwasher in the optimum way. Well, it's times like these that you need a safe space to air your troubles. Somewhere filled with like-minded people who will satisfy and vindicate your need to vent. Somewhere like Dad's Net. Head over to Facebook and search for Dad's Net, and we'll see you there. Right, we are on our horoscope once again, and do you know what? It's been freaking me out, I have to be honest. Just kind of like how... You're going to say accurate, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, I think I am. Because the problem is, but that's how they're written. They're written in such a way that it relates to everyone. Everyone... Every single person is going to have an issue at work this week. Okay, so here's my horoscope to all of you listening. You're all going to have an issue at work this week. You're all going to have an issue at home this week. And you need to think carefully about how you react to it. That's it. Settle yourselves in, guys. If you are a Capricorn, by the way, uh, I wish you all the best. Here we go. You're radiant and glowing with happiness today. (laughs) 
This is a refreshing change after the gloom and doom of the past few weeks. Apparently the decisions you made worked out for the best, or even better, perhaps you're in love. In any case, Capricorn, it will be even easier than usual for you to communicate with others and share your joy. Then wait for it, the last line. Let the good times roll. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Let the good times... Oh, my Let God. the good times roll. No. Right, now, if there's one thing I know about myself, that is that I cannot let the good times roll. <laughs> I need... If, if it was allowed, I would happily wear a dog collar on a lead on a night out and just give it to, like, Kim or give it to Charlotte. I would happily let them take control of me because I can't be trusted. After I've had Arthur Pine, I can't be trusted to let the good times roll because my good times end up with me in a bush. <laughs> Being yeah, you sick, don't... waking up at five in the morning in wet pants, <laughs> sick down my shirt, not knowing where I am and a load of, uh, load of text messages saying you were well out of order tonight. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't let the good times roll, but no. I, you, you sometimes uh, roll the good times in Rizla. I like, to, <laughs> I like to watch. What I like to do is watch the good times and think to myself, how can I stop this for everyone? How can I interject my personality into this to stop the laughter? Yeah, I want to stop the rolling of the good times. <laughs> But I mean, but after also, the gloom and doom of the past today? few weeks, is that from today? That is today's horoscope. That today is like saying the gloom and uh, I just got up. I was tired, as I always am. Were I went you? to work. Or were you radiant and glowing? Maybe that's no. a little sign to the fact that you've got your headband in and I your mean, hair's no longer in your face. Do what? Do I look radiant? I mean, I've got a bit of sunburn. You met Charlotte's parents for the first time. Yeah. It went well. You woke yeah. up today happy with how that things wasn't went. my decision. Though. Radiant that was decision. and glowing. I wanted to go to Smith's Toys to buy a Nintendo Switch, but <laughs> she wanted to go and visit her dad. And because she listened to the last episode, I couldn't say as a father, I think we need to go because she's already <laughs> shouting at me for that one. <laughs> she was like, she listened to it. She went, "Oh my god!" She went. You do know you're watching Stardust, don't you? At some point, even if the kids aren't there, you are watching it. So I now have to watch it at some point. Well, I think this is going to be a test of our love. The thing is, mate, Stardust and the rest of it, you know, well, all I'd say is let the good times roll, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For more information on parenting, and if you've got something to share... Make sure you type in the North South Dad Vide on Facebook and join the podcast group. Uh, it's growing all the time. Uh, conversations after the episodes are released. It really is amazing to see. And of course, don't forget to check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet. Oh, that is I'm switching it up. Freaky. Uh, for all things dad and parenting related, remember, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please, 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 please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you usually listen. And the reviews are still coming in, and we absolutely love uh, reading them. They are absolutely I can't believe fantastic. how good they are. I, know, I can't well, believe people listen to us. Well, this is the Genuinely. thing. Well, if you are listening now, that's what I'm talking about. We appreciate it massively, <laughs> and it makes it all worthwhile. Uh, I will end this episode, um, as I always do, and give the last word to my compadre, 
Mr. Cutney John. All right, nice and simple this week. Whatever you're doing, take some honey with you. It'll make it better. Yeah, let the good times roll, guys. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> and each other. <laughs> the North South Dad Fight Podcast with Adam and Cockney John. A Dad's Net original podcast. <laughs>